Welcome back to the second episode of Midlife Millennials. I'm Stacy. And I'm Mandy. And today we're going to start out with uh, what we're drinking today, Mandy. <laughs> uh, what poison did you pick today? Um, actually, I am like, I don't know what time it is right now. It's, it's almost six o'clock, but I am going to do cold brew. And I did like the homemade uh, cold brew with the um, creamer and some cinnamon and whipped cream on top. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So awesome. Fun. I am busting open an angry orchard because I'm in New York and they are like three hours from me in Walden, New York. So, oh, you know, nice. it'd be super cool because I love their like original crisp apple, but their unfiltered is my favorite because it's not quite as sweet, nice. but it would be super cool. Angry Orchard. If like one day I can like, you know, have the podcast there and like, yeah, that promote be them because that would be super cool, but we need listeners for that. So, yeah. <laughs> so if anyway. like Angry Orchard, join in, pop yes. one open and have a have a seat. I'm going to take a refreshing sip right now. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's like podcast ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before I ask you some questions, I did just a little research because um, I think there is some question uh, as to who really counts as a millennial. So I looked it up and it's kind of vague as to where it starts. It's like 1980, 1981-ish. Okay. <laughs> and then to 1996, which I thought was a weird cutoff. But yeah. yeah it is. But that, so, uh, okay, that, I could I could see that. Yeah. And so I was looking, I, you know, Google has everything and it says generation names are based on when members of that generation become adults from 18 to 21. Okay. And I didn't realize that the boomer generation, which is our parents, um, that there are two boomer generations and they break them up. Oh. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then there's Gen X and then us. And now, of course, Gen Z, which is like our nieces and nephews. Yeah. And, well, our older nieces and nephews. I have some young, young ones that would be like a new generation. But, yeah. yeah. I, so, like, I, your I nephew. Well, actually, yeah. Ryan, I don't. when was Ryan, your nephew, born? He's actually uh, he's actually a millennial like us. I think he was yeah. uh, 92. So, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, because he's older. Where, like, my niece, my oldest niece, Athena, is... 18 going on 19 this year. So she's Gen Z. Right. So, which I thought they were called iGen. I don't know if that's still a thing. Oh, I that's I what they were sticking with, but I don't know. Maybe they'll change that. But uh, anyway, so there's a little uh, generational information for our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you and I are very solidly millennials. We're 1986. We're in like, you know, that's kind of where the name of our podcast comes from, because we are the older generation of millennials in the first five to six years. And like, we are approaching our 40s. My sister, who was born in 82, is now in her 40s. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, so like, really, the oldest of millennials are already in their 40s. So that's, I guess, still technically considered midlife, even yeah. though people are living, you know, older and older, longer these days. So yeah, 
So anyway, that's just a little uh, little background about how we got our name here. <laughs> you know, I always wondered who creates the names for each generation. Because I think Gen Z wanted to be called like Alpha Generation or something. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> of course <yeah>. they did. <laughs> Those Zers. <laughs> no, you're at the end of the alphabet. Just live with it. Yeah. Jeez. Can't have everything. Can't be after you. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, what are we doing? We're millennials. We don't freaking care. Like we're just gonna crack open another beer. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever yeah. they want to do, someone else no, can deal with it. <laughs> we're gonna sit on our little, uh, you know, tiny home that we all built and. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Are we? Oh, I wonder. Are we like the generation of tiny homes? Did oh, we start we totally that? Are. <gasps> totally that is are. so cool. Yeah, that is so I, cool. I, I, I yeah. I'd like to say think that we also were the ones that kind of trademarked the uh, living out of your van, but like making your van into like a little mobile home type thing. <laughs> I don't know though. Wasn't that like a? I mean, in the seventies, didn't everybody live out of their van? Yeah, but now they like have. We some. just we glamped it. We have glam vans. Yes. Like, is yeah. that <laughs> is glam that a thing? <laughs> glam vans and buses, yeah. like the decked yeah. out buses now. Yeah. That are converted into homes like, yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe just generally across the board, the generation of just converting anything into a home. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go find a large tree. It is the, well, we're approaching pretty much the middle of June which mm-hmm. around here and I know you guys too is graduation season. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> last episode we talked a little bit about high school and stuff. So I thought we would talk a little bit about what we were doing when it was this time of our lives for us when we were graduating high school and like what our plans were, that sort of thing. So before we talk about like graduation, graduation, um, do you like remember much about like your junior, senior years and kind of what your plan was? Like, did you have a plan already that you wanted to follow? I uh, didn't really, it wasn't until my senior year that I realized that I was, there was a possibility I was not going to graduate at all. Mm. So my senior year became real. Um, I, I didn't get to take any like fun electives or anything. And I had to have like four classes all the way to the end of the year, practically. Um, but I so I, I really had to push it to, to just graduate at that point. But junior year, um, you know, I think that's when we took our Shakespeare class. We had like a little bit more yes. opportunity to, to have fun. Yeah, you know? we had like an English elective. But uh, yeah, around that time, I... Wait, 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 wait. Have you prayed tonight, Desdemona? <laughs> Hi, my lord. <laughs> There's no joke a student at my school named Desdemona, and I think about that every time her name is mentioned. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah, that, so, so junior year, I guess I did kind of think about it a little bit, but I really, the entire time, I had absolutely no plan. I knew what it was expected because, I mean, my my parents, nobody really before me went to formal college um they went to beauty school or into the navy so it was um not super impressed upon me and but i knew that it was expected to to do something with my life but i didn't really think about it i didn't make plans for it i mean what did you what about you 
Yeah. Well, before we go into me, I was thinking for you too, you were in a slightly different situation because your siblings were quite a bit older than you. Yeah. Uh, Tori is uh, 11 years for me. And then uh, Tammy mm -hmm. was, and Tammy's, you know, she had a different education altogether, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think she was six years, seven, nine. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bit, because baby. yeah, our, <laughs> we call ourselves the OG three because my mom has been remarried and has other children, but um, the OG three from my mom and dad, <laughs> I was the youngest and we're all two years apart. So my sister's four years and then my brothers two years ahead of me and then me. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we all had points in our lives where we were like in school together. So mm -hmm. I wonder if that really makes a difference, but I guess for me, because I also did not have, my parents didn't go to college either. My dad went into the army. Um, even my stepdad now went into the Navy. Um, my mom was pretty much a stay at home mom. I, I think she did some, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if she did like some kind of trade type stuff later on, but, um, but you know, she was always busy, but she primarily was home raising the family and then she started her own businesses later on. But, um, yeah, I don't remember having any outside influence, but for whatever reason, I was like, nope, the plan is a four-year college. No exceptions. <laughs> I didn't want to do community college. I didn't want to take time off. Like that was just my goal. And I don't know if that came from school and from teachers telling us like, that's right. what you do. Um, I do feel like, cause you and I took very different classes Definitely. in high school. Like I was kind of like, I took the AP classes and stuff like that. And, um, I don't know, like, I think in those classes, they really push you to like, that's the plan. Like you're right. going to a four year and at the time, I, I feel like this has changed a little bit, thankfully, but at the time there was a lot of pressure of like, that's your only choice. Um, it was just always the plan. You never really had a choice other than to go to a four year. And if you weren't going to a four year, then you weren't right. going to be successful. Like that was sort of the mindset. And it is interesting when I went back, I was an avid tutor when I was um, in college, I came back and tutored for several years. And I remember us as tutors being told, like, we want our kids to go, like the kids that are an avid, we want them to go straight to a four year wow. college or university. So they would like, they specifically asked us not to really mention community college, which now I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, come on. There's so many, <laughs> there's so many different routes that people can take. Like I look at my older sister who she had her children first and went back to school and she went the like part-time community college route for a while, you know, and she's, right. she now has her PhD, but you know, it's just why, why was that the mindset? I don't know. I, and now I feel like we're a little bit better toward our yeah. high school seniors <laughs> with just saying, Hey, you know, there's, there's lots of yeah, other options sure. out there. You know, four years are great depending on what you want to do, but if you're not sure, don't waste the money, you know, check out your community college, get some of your prereqs out of the way, you know, get an associates in something instead. And while you're, you know, figuring it out or right. whatever, um, or go, you know, 
like the military route or the trade school route or whatever, yeah. you know, there's just so many choices. And for whatever reason, I was just always under that impression that like I had to go to a four year and that's, that's what I did. And I'm very happy with that decision for me, but I don't like to push that avenue on sure. everyone I mean, else. <laughs> understand that, you know, your education, your future is really customizable. It's not it, one shoe fits all. Yeah. So you basically went, you did a lot of different things with college and we're kind of trying to figure things out. How did you get into the career path you're in now? Because really you've ended up doing a lot of dispatch just in very different environments, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but kind of the same thing, but for different companies and for different, different yeah. things. How did that? So, you know, in, in addition to not really to being one of the millennials that just couldn't uh, decide on any one thing or, or, you know, had that pressure of trying to, you need to figure out what you need to, what you're going to do with, with the rest of your life and you need to figure it out now. I just kept floating. So I went, from, you know, retail jobs all the way through, you know, got uh, my certification as an EMT. I did that for a little while. And then that's mm -hmm. what bridged me into uh, dispatch. And then, you know, working, dispatching uh, BLS transport um, and response. And then um, now with, with plumbing and administrating for the pipelining division. So it's really this huge, mm -hmm. eclectic, broad, spectrum of of <laughs> talents i have uh, <laughs> i remember i remember hanging out with you when you were um i don't know if you were like still doing your training as an emt but for whatever you were doing you had to like be in the back of the ambulance mm -hmm. and you were like it's oh, awful <laughs> you're like i'm getting motion sickness yeah. it's really horrible <laughs> and like when they would put you on as a dispatcher once in a while, you were like, "Oh, this is so much better." Absolutely, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, a hundred times. Like the whole the whole first two weeks that uh, uh, that you start out as an EMT, you're you're the patient care person. So of course you're in the back the whole entire time, and I just mm -hmm. I couldn't believe the headaches and the nausea that I had to fight through for two weeks. Oh, oh man. Oh my gosh. I wonder if over time that actually gets better, oh, sure. but yeah, I does. don't know. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd have to take Dremamine every day. Oh, I, I did for a minute there. It's, <laughs> oh man, but it, I definitely get, got over it. But when I moved to dispatch, I was like, oh, this is so much cushier. I could sit down and get paid. So how do you think millennials, like how do we handle like the work and home life balance? Like I know so many people that do a million more things than I do, and mostly millennials. Like they're, they have like multiple businesses mm -hmm. and they have kids and the family and they like, I don't know how they find time to do all the things that they do. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the, the elder millennials or the younger ones like we're, we're just so smack dab in the middle that we're i don't know in this <laughs> we're just the lazy yeah. millennials we're the ones that are gonna sit here and wait you know watch the world we're like wow <laughs> look at what everybody else is doing <laughs> yeah. that's amazing i go to work for 40 hours and then i get home and i'm i'm exhausted <laughs> my brain is fried and i just want to play video games or watch a binge watch right? game or just Take a nap yeah, or nap. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, definitely that naps. But no, I, I definitely look around. And I see 
there's so many people in, in, in our age demographic that are multitasking life like champs. I don't understand like if it was a matter of <laughs> like just something kicked in or maybe it's their, I don't know, the way they were raised or something, but I can't, I can't do it. I can't <laughs> I don't have the, I don't have the mental ability. <laughs> Then again, like, I wonder, like, a lot of this stuff I just see through Facebook, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I mean, people always put, like, their best selves out on their social media, of course. So I don't know how much of it is, like, these people consistently do these things, or if it's, like, just... That's a good point. Look at all these things I do, and I'm, like, super important. I don't know. I can't look at other people's Facebooks half the time, because then I'm like, oh, I'm doing nothing with my life, and nobody (laughs) likes me. (laughs) I was like, I'm very depressed. Like, like comparing our, our our lives to to everybody's highlight reel, their the the high the other vacations that they take, and it seems like so and so takes a hundred million vacations, and how are they able to do that and still pay bills mm-hmm. here in you know Southern California or wherever it is they're living? <laughs> like, I don't know. Did they like just marry the right person? Like, maybe that was I, it. I don't, I don't know. Oh man, maybe that was it. Yeah. <laughs> missed the boat on that one i don't know there's probably still some like old man like sugar daddy out there for me oh yeah there's like a (laughs) hundred no actually like i don't think i could ever do that like i just i have to be around people that i click with i could never be in like a forced situation (laughs) like thank goodness we don't have like arranged marriages it would be the worst thing ever for me oh my gosh yeah that's like 90 day fiance yeah i don't whoever gets set up you have to figure out if you can handle each other for 90 days honestly though like i dated my ex for my ex-husband for four years before we got married and it still did not work out so (laughs) (laughs) like 90 days or nine years i don't know like there's still something's gonna happen that really you know (laughs) changes you or tests you and you see someone's true colors eventually, yeah. right? Yeah, hold up the facade for long. <laughs> or people just change. Like, honestly, I think that's what it is. Like, we're, we all just change so much. And, I mean, I got married in my mid-20s. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, no, we started, well, I, I was in my late 20s when we got married, but we were dating then. And, like, when you think about how you, like, anybody really, like, what you were like in your mid-20s, mm-hmm versus your mid thirties, like, it's like two completely different people. So you really have to find somebody that can like change with you, you know? Totally. Yeah. I think it's like every seven years, uh, the, the seven year itch. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably where they, where they got it from. Philosophically, there's like, uh, like every seven years we, we change as the consciousness that we are just uh, some sort of evolutionary change that we go through every seven years. So if you can't find somebody that, changes relatively the same way anyway that's a whole that's a topic for another day we'll get into relationships maybe next episode that's pretty juicy stuff like we, we gotta oh, keep the man. people fucked. we need we've some drama got, we've got some history <laughs> okay. we want to end our show with our ill moment for the week Um, (laughs) so, um, so something that was like, ew to us 
either something we heard about during the week or something that happened. So I'm I'm going to go first. And I know I, I kind of gave you a homework assignment to think about this because I told you mine already. But <laughs> I was I've been waiting though to hear yeah. this story. <laughs> so no, so ill. This is ill for this week. So right. I have a neighbor right across from me that had told me that the other neighbor's cat was like getting into my flower beds and like doing its business in my flower beds. And she goes, well, I put out, she goes, I was getting snakes and the cat was over there. So I put out mothballs to deter them. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like that seems like a good idea. You know, she's my elder. I should listen. <laughs> I wouldn't have known if she hadn't told me. Um, so I was at the store and I'm like, oh, I should just pick up some mothballs while I'm here. So I have never ever in my life used mothballs ever and i apparently it is not the thing to um you should not anyway based on my experience do not open them in your house in a closed oh, no. space oh god <laughs> so here i am like oh i'm just gonna like cut open this bag of mothballs i'll take them outside and spread them around and I cut open the bag and it was like a cloud of like, oh, I mean, you couldn't see it, but you can imagine like in the, in the cartoons, like just this big cloud of like <laughs> dust coming out of the mothball bag and oh, the smell. Instantly I was oh, like, no. oh, that's great grandma's house. <laughs> like that is anybody that I knew that would have been in their like early hundreds now, that was the smell of their house. The costume and shit. Ooh, it was, it was something. Oh, so man. I take the things outside and of course, like I open these on the day. So we just had like all the smoke from the Canadian wildfires. So I opened them on a day that the air quality was so bad. I couldn't <laughs> open my windows because it would have oh, just smelled God. like smoke. So I'm like, well, maybe if I just like turn on the fans and I'm like doing everything to get the smell out of the, out of the house and it just was <laughs> not working. So anyway, so I put the mothballs outside and I like kind of hid them. Like I wanted to put them out there, but not see them because they're white and I have like brown mulch. So I put them mm. underneath the mulch and it was all fine. And then the next day I go outside and I'm like, oh, I can smell them, but you know, it's not so bad. And then I realize, wait, I can see them. Like the mulch isn't covering them anymore, but okay. Like it's been windy. Like maybe the wind blew it off of there. Huh. So then another day passes. And I go outside and I'm like, why are there mothballs like all over my front yard oh, no. and the sidewalk? What is going on? And I'd even put some out like by, by my back patio and they were like, like I put them outside of the fence and they were on the patio. And I'm like, what is going on? And I'm like, did my neighbor come over and like put more mothballs out in the yard? Like what is this? So... Then I'm like, you know, I just can't take the smell and like, there's gotta be something else I can use. So I'm looking up stuff and like immediately I see mothballs are toxic to cats. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I don't want to kill the cat. Oh my God. <laughs> I was just following the advice of the other neighbor. I figured she knew what she was doing. You know, why would I need to check up on that? Yeah. Oh, no. no. So I'm like, okay, I think maybe the birds got into my flower beds and stuff and like we're playing with these mothballs and I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm going to pick them all up. So I pick all the mothballs up, put them in a bag, like tie up the bag and I put it out in my, um, my garage has like my dumpsters that I roll out to the curb every week. So I like put mm -hmm. them out with the dumpster. And then I was like, I can't have the box 
even though like the mothballs inside the box with the rest of them is sealed, I would open like I had them under my kitchen sink cabinet and like I opened the cabinet and I could smell them each time. I'm like, this, this sucks. I'm just going to put this all out in the garage. Let's put everything out in the garage. The next day, <laughs> it's like 80, 90 degrees out <laughs> and I go to leave and I open my garage door and this hot, like huge wasp of like mothball, heated <laughs> mothball scent just hits me in the face. And oh it was like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. So now I have to like find a way to like airtight seal these things and just get rid of them. Like the smell is so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just like seeping into the house and I don't know if I can ever get rid of it. I just don't know. <laughs> anyway, so mothballs, ew. Totally. Oh just, yeah. I didn't even know those things that was, existed. That was a really long story. And next time I'll have a shorter ew. But that one was just, <laughs> that was it was very, like a week long process. That was a very dramatic ill. That was, that was very, beat that. <laughs> mine's not going to beat that at all. <laughs> the stakes are what? high. How much more ill yeah, right. can you go? My my ills, right? Personal too. Um <laughs> I like that their ills are like Valley Girl, like ill. I know. Yeah. Ill. Yeah. Um anyway. so, <laughs> uh lingering coughs. Telling you I got sick like like three weeks ago. And the thing will not leave. It will not leave. This this cough in the dead of night creeps upon me <laughs> betwixt my slumber and my hours of slumber and i just I, I i can't breathe and i have to hack and cough and i i i'm like i'm not sick anymore i'm not contagious there's just why why and i how I long have you had it now um this is like two weeks post post uh Sickness. sickness yeah so then you had it while you were sick too right yeah like of that and it felt like i had like bronchitis i probably had some sort Ugh. of bronchial... so this is going on like almost a month of this like yeah. annoyance Ill. this ill this yeah so ill it is it is and like i'm in the grocery store and people are like oh like stop coughing <laughs> yeah. i'm talking to some lady COVID. we're all trained yeah. now to think someone coughs and they must have covid Exactly. Like all of a sudden, I'm gonna like. There's gonna be blood spatter somewhere because they're apparently oh, some sort of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, so mothballs and lingering coughs. Yeah, mothballs. Uh, you know, to be to be totally honest, uh, when you told me um, mothballs were your ill, I thought you were talking about the candy. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are nasty and. They sound though, like a Though terror. I want you to know what they smell like. I also don't want to like give you that horror that I went through. <laughs> I'm not placing that upon you. So please don't go buy any. Okay. okay. And like now anything? the mothball people are going to come after us and try to get us shut down because. <laughs> <laughs> they work for something. I don't know what purpose they have, but they work. No. They, well, one like... of the things I saw on Google was like, well, they work for moths. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm okay. sure they do, and nothing oh, else. They will keep all the way. Else. And Seriously. anything else oh. with a working nose. 
<laughs> I wonder, does it, does it smell anything like uh, the the costume shed? I don't remember what that smelled like, but it's oh, just man. imagine like your great grandmother's closet that has had no air to it. Like just, it's just this like musty, chemically <laughs> gross smell. And like, I don't understand because you put them in a chest, like the whole point was to put them in like a chest or whatever to keep the moths from eating the clothes, but oh. you can't get that smell out of your clothes. Like who wants yeah. to go around smelling like that? I'd rather have to sew, sew up like a, yes. a, a hole here and there. <laughs> yes. Like screw it. I'm just making maybe back in the 1800s. I don't know. But like, I'm just going to make a new dress because yeah. <laughs> this is nasty. So why don't you close out our show today, dude? <laughs> dude. All right. Dude. Dude. Getting it, <laughs> closing it out from the West Coast. <laughs> so, that's a wrap, boys. <laughs>